Welcome to this week's episode of Work Wife Therapy. I'm Elise. And I'm Isabel. And thanks again for tuning in. We love that we have listeners. We're going to talk about our witchy woo-woo side and kind of coming into, I don't even know how to phrase this. We are not psychics. We are not mediums. (laughs) We are not spiritual gurus, spiritual coaches, Reiki healers, whatever is trendy right now. (laughs) But what we are, we are very in touch with the moon right now. And it was the most intense moon of my life. I think, I I don't know if I've ever really paid that much attention to it, but I had the last episode that you guys listened to Isabel and I were talking about my, um, my block and my security blanket and all of these things. So after that, um, after that episode, I just kind of had this awakening where I realized that I was holding myself back and what I was holding myself back from. So my big goal afterwards was to get back in touch with my body in whatever way possible. Right. I mean, and I'm not talking sexually, this is completely separate of that, but just listening to my body and what signs it's telling me and what it's feeling. And so listening like things like when I'm not hungry anymore, I should stop eating those kind of things. So when this full moon came around, now that I've been in tune with my body and listening to it and how things are affecting me, it just, it sent me over the top, like crazy. I was so insanely emotional and I was receiving signs everywhere to just stop and like get in tune with myself again. And people who are like, well, you don't have to come to the moon to be aware. So for all you skeptics out there, (laughs) how often are you listening to yourself and aware of how you're treating it? However you attach to these, like the the energy, like how your body is reciprocating, how it's functioning. Are you sluggish? And well, how aware are you? as to what you're doing, because they always say like what's happening internally will affect you externally and how you receive your environment. And so if you're not consciously aware, things might be happening. And if you need to attach to God, the higher source or whatever to help you just stay grounded for a moment and be still, then do that. Yeah. I feel like that was the lesson that I needed all. I mean, my computer crashed for, you know, and I didn't have a computer for about two and a half days and it was right. All of this actually happened. Okay. Let me take a step back. So I got an incredible acupuncture experience and I'm kind of tearing up just talking about it right now. It was the most healing thing that I have done for myself in such a long time. Um, the acupuncturist just has you lay down and he touches your palm. And immediately he would told me everything. He was like, I, I detect a lot of sadness. I did. And I, and that blew my mind because I'm sad about some things, but it was just, it was all, I think it all just kind of happened because we had just recorded that podcast and I had just made this big realization about my life. And then I go get this acupuncture treatment and I was just, I was like, oh my God, you know, this is what I've been doing. So I was very sad at the time. 
so afterwards or during the whole appointment, I was, I was sobbing. He picked up immediately. He's like, I know you have bad sinuses. And I mean, I just had a sinus, I just had sinus surgery. We worked on my metabolism. He's like, your metabolism is very, very slow. And I can feel it trying to like take a leap. Um, and you're holding yourself back. And I was like, Oh my God. And he's just getting this from like touching my palms. I mean, it's just wild. So this appointment was on Monday. And during that whole appointment, I was crying and it just felt like such a deep spiritual experience, but it got me so connected to my body. So afterwards I felt super high, first of all, but then I felt so light and great. And I just kept crying and crying and crying. It's like my whole body just let all of this out. Mm. And so I came home and that's when my computer crashed. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to disconnect for the night. And the full moon was incredible crazy status that night. It was breathtakingly beautiful. And I just laid in my living room and I stretched and I just did like intuitive yoga for almost three hours. And I just, I didn't stop. I just kept moving my body. So when I'm saying that I lost touch with my body, that's what it was. It's like, I can do yoga Mm -hmm. and stuff, but I'm not thinking and feeling of how it's affecting me. What emotions are coming up when you're stretching or when you're digging deep into your glutes, that that's a very emotional time. And it connected everything for me. And it was so intense and it was so heightened because I was already there doing the work for myself to get back in touch with my body. And then this full moon just enhanced it all. And it was just so emotional. And it was such an awesome spiritual experience that I have never felt ever during a full moon. And, um, maybe it was serendipitous or what, but it was awesome for me. Um, and Mm -hmm. I just kept getting signs and signs to stop working, take a break, get off of your computer, put your phone away and just get in touch with your body. And it was, uh, it was remarkable. And I know that you had a really good awakening or spiritual thing too with the moon. And we were texting about it (laughs) and we're just like, well, what is this? And I can't tell you, I, I haven't cried that hard in years. And I just like, let myself break down. My poor dogs were just like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) I think that like the, what happened with the moon was a culmination of all the work that we were actively going towards in order to like have this breakthrough because we had our episode and we were like, no, I'm ready. And then eventually I got you to like, oh, you know, it's like have your own breakthrough and like admit to yourself, like what was happening with, for you. And then meeting your acupuncturist and then all these things. And then I remember you texting me like, I need to work. I was like, did you not listen to the universe telling you that you need to take a break? And you're like, well, I have bills to pay, pay and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. I was like, okay, let me, let me rewind for a second. If you keep fighting this, it's going to take another day. And it did. It, took- it did because I fought it and I wasn't listening. <laughs> Isabel was on her side being like, I told you so. <laughs> pause and it's good and you know I know with you know modern day culture especially in American culture you're always about going 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 and if you take a break you feel guilty about it yeah but then 
to the detriment of whom, to whom, you know, it's you, you're not functioning at your best, then nothing is going to pan out the way that you want it to. Yes. And it's just like that lesson was just, it slapped me in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one thing when you're aware of it all. And then, and then when you're open. Yes, exactly. And then you're open to receiving. And, and listening, listening and listening. That's the big thing. What was your experience with the moon? Okay. We're really about to go down the witchy woo woo rabbit hole right now. Oh my gosh. Let's go down. The so if you rabbit hole. If you are not into this, if you've never taken a psychedelic trip, if you, <laughs> then I feel really happened. bad for you if you haven't, because it's awesome. <laughs> Have you never hallucinated? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So when I was first having my spiritual awakening, I could feel people's energy mm-hmm. in like Chinese. It's chi, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You could feel like people's life force. And I always had a particular draw to the full moon. I always, I always thought about the full moon as a bad, like bad <gasps> things were going to happen. No, oh. not, not like horrible, but like people um, think like crazy stuff happens. Yes. Like the crazies come out. Kind of stuff. Yes. Yes. Oh. The crazies come out, which now is us clearly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then after my traumatic event, Mm-hmm. I lost everything. I would look at it and I'd be like, whatever, there's nothing. Like sometimes for our old coworker would send me stuff and I'd be like, okay, whatever. So what, Aww. you know? And so. And you and your old coworker used to bond over all of this stuff too. So that's shit. Yeah. And so that's what I was saying this year. I really wanted to connect back with my spirituality. And then slowly as things have been going and I've been opening myself up again. I could kind of like feeling like I'm rising from the ashes almost. Hibernation it, is over. You're coming back alive. That's I'm getting ready. That's how I yeah. feel. Like I'm ready to come back because things that I've wanted are I'm starting to pay attention. Like I was like, I want to meet somebody who's around my age who would be like a good girlfriend. Um, and I found her in my mentoring group. Um, we've already had brunch. It's super awesome. Um, meeting other people my age in general before the longest time I was one of the younger people working at my company now we've hired a whole bunch of people who are like straight out of college and so come the full moon my mentor texted the group to go outside and look I went outside and it's just very magnetic just feel the energy pull from the moon and okay if you think that's bs the moon moves oceans. Okay. So the magnetic pole is real. It's science. Look it up. (laughs) Science, science, bitch. (laughs) So you can't deny the power of the moon. Okay. No The gravitational pull. Powerful as fuck. (laughs) So anyway, so I sat out there and I like basked in it for a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go meditate. I love this. And like right before bed, I decided to like put on Insight Timer. Oh, I, I have Insight Timer too. It's my favorite app. So I did the timed one. The, I did a 15 minute one, but then once the 15 minutes ended, I kept going. Insight Timer, by the way, is a meditation app. It's awesome. Free. If you don't have a it, bunch yeah. of free guided meditations. Yes. It's um, amazing. And so 
the sensations you feel, you know, your body, my body warms up. Um, I will see lights when I close my eyes and sometimes I'll see like different colors. Mm -hmm. So as I was meditating, feeling under the light of the moon, you know, you feel the energy and then eventually that energy pool was replaced by something else. I couldn't really feel like that light anymore. It was more like something was in the room with me. And so I was having my hands out. Okay. On my bed. And I felt like there was a weight on my hands. And then I felt like something was across from me. And I was like, honestly, it's the full moon. And for some reason in my mind, I was like, if there's any time to connect with the spiritual realm or other realms, it would be right now under the full moon. Now is the time. Now is the time to do that. And then eventually, so I I felt that presence, right? I wasn't seeing any lights or colors or anything in front of my eyes. I just felt like there was something there. And then eventually in my mind's eye, I saw an eye form looking at me. And then the eye slowly morphed out like an eyeball. Wow. So you saw literal, a literal eyeball, like kind of forming looking at you. Yeah. Like right here. Okay. okay. And then I had to like check myself because I was like, <laughs> you're like, is somebody looking at me? No, at first. Cause no, cause I was like, am I dreaming right now? Like, did I fall asleep? You know, you're like, you're, when you close your eyes, you're aware of your surroundings a little bit, you know? Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, no, I'm here. I can feel the bed and stuff, but it's like, this is happening in my mind's eye. Yeah. And then it formed out, it morphed into a rabbit a white rabbit like looking at me like an albino rabbit you know in movies when the thing in the room notices you yeah and it realizes you see it and you realize you're looking at something in there that was what happened like the rabbit was there the whole time and then once you noticed the rabbit the rabbit was like oh shit she sees me well I think the rabbit was just like doing whatever it's saying and then we like realized we were looking at each other Oh my like God. Directly, direct eye contact. And then it was like, you can see me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can fuck it. Yeah, I can see you. <gasps> and then, Holy then eventually, shit. you know, in dreams, when you realize you're dreaming and you try to hang on to the dream. Yeah. And it's, and it's harder to stay in the dream when you like wake up. Once you recognize it's a dream, it's like, it's done. Yeah. And so that's why the whole time I was like, am I dreaming? But I was like, no, I can like, you know, feel my... I feel grounded in sounds so fucking crazy. Um, like on earth, <laughs> but no, in my it doesn't, mind, I could see. And it doesn't then, sound crazy at all. And then it disappeared. So did but you I, look, did you look up what the symbolism of it is or if it was fitting? Okay, so first I was excited that I was like, oh, maybe I'm getting visited by the moon goddess. I guess in, in Chinese legends or myths, there is a white rabbit that's on the moon with the moon goddess you're shitting me i i didn't know that yeah what mm-hmm. but like i think the rabbit's like making like mochi or whatever i don't know <laughs> but then also i looked in like spirit guides or spirit animals yeah and maybe the rabbit is my spirit animal i forgot what they said something about like it it represents like good fortune or good okay. luck okay hope and good luck something something about that i'll have to look it up that is some witchy woo woo shit that is some witchy woo woo shit and it's so funny that you had mentioned i'm gonna go down the rabbit hole and then this whole thing just ended with you talking about literally seeing a bunny rabbit and plan that (laughs) dude i mean 
talk about full circle right there, the full moon <laughs> and just in general, seeing a rab. I think that's so freaking cool. The also the other really cool part about this, Isabel, is what I was doing was more like I, I called it an intuitive yoga. But when I do yoga, I am in the most meditative state of my mm-hmm. life. And you were yeah, you were doing a sitting meditation and I was doing a moving meditation at the same time. And we both, uh, we both saw what we needed to see. Like I needed to fully get in touch with my body and feel every stretch and feel it deeply. And you needed this spiritual sign that you've been kind of searching for and looking for. And had you yeah. not been open, you know, previously, you wouldn't have seen that. Mm-mm. And had I not been searching to get connect with my body more, I wouldn't have had that experience that night Mm -hmm. either. I mean, and this moon was so incredibly powerful. And I felt those effects for four days, maybe. Um, And I'm still kind of coming down off of it. And so I started kind of tracking the moon just to be more in touch with it too. I think it's so wild. And it I'm surprised that I never really paid much attention to it. But now that I kind of flick that switch in my head, I'm mm-hmm. without a doubt so much more aware of what's going on in the universe and how it's affecting me. And I think that will be the same with you. It's so powerful. Once you're aware of it or you're connected, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't leave you. You're more aligned with what's happening and the things that, like, okay, the, the cliche saying is like, things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. Mm-hmm. But if you have to be in that mindset. Yeah. And I think it's easy to rattle off those sayings all the time. You're like, yeah, I heard that before, but it's really true. I, someone left my company mm-hmm. at the end, of, like at the bottom line is that this person told me that my boss was talking shit about me. Wait, your boss talking shit about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the oh. end of the whole conversation, like bottom line, this is what the gist is um, oh. without going through the whole backstory. Okay. Um, he was saying that he was talking shit about me. And I was trying to get information from him saying, well, what is it? Because I have straightforward conversations with my boss, you know, and if it's something that we've already talked about, it's a non-issue. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was get, feeling myself get, get really like emotional and triggered by this because of when we left our last our company. previous company, Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt everything was like kind of two-faced people were, or I would find that people were saying things about me or had a certain impression of who I was. If I was like flirting with other people or like kind of dumb or well, not kind of dumb. People thought I was dumb people thought them so and it was like brought up to me that like people were saying that about me and so for me I was like can you tell me what this is is it against my like who I am like my moral integrity my character and because of what happened when I left you know that was the whole drama behind that I was like if that's the case I don't want to work here because I'm literally finding myself in the same position that I left Mm-hmm. like there's no need for that you know and then um I was talking to my mentoring group about it and I was saying like I feel like this is what's happening again like this toxic culture and all this stuff and then the guy was like well 
think about it this way. If you are feeling like this is happening again, it's you. It's not the company. You are perceiving it to be this way. And so there's something that you need to learn here. It's up to you to figure it out because if you quit, you're just going to find it in the next place that you work at in the next place, in the next place until you deal with whatever this is that you need to deal with. And then I was like, fuck, honestly, (laughs) that's that's so true. And I, I would say it in a gentler way that it's you, but it's, it's not you. It's how you're reacting to the situation. Yeah. And how I'm perceiving it to be. So then I was like, okay, you know what? I, I learned, I learned about it on a Monday. And then I was like, kind of sitting on this thing. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. And then I had a meeting with my boss that Friday and I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to ask him. Yeah. Because this person wouldn't tell me what it was. He was like, oh, like three people have told me the same thing about you. And two of them have said something. And I was like, okay, well, can you tell me what it is? So I can f- figure it out. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 I don't want it to come back to them that, that I said something. And I was like, what the fuck? So you're Why telling do you do- me, yeah, it's way too vague. What's the point of that? And then yeah. one of the things was that I was lazy or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So then I went to my boss and I was like, really, like really nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And okay. Let me tell you, like the old Isabel would have just taken it and like suppressed it and not done anything about it. I know that for a fact is true. Yes, you would have. I would have like totally been avoidant, run away. Yep. Not deal with it. Don't confront it. So anyway, Friday came. I like fucking grew some balls for myself. (laughs) Girl, you got to talk about the power of the pussy. It's way stronger than balls. (laughs) (laughs) You you grew a stronger vagina. (laughs) Clench those. I practice my kegels. There you go. <laughs> You're like, I clenched my kegels and walked in. <laughs> we should stop saying that. We should start saying instead of gross some balls, we clench, clench our your kegels. kegels. <laughs> that needs to be one of those Instagram posts. <laughs> clench your kegels. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And I just said, hey, you know, I wanted to have an open conversation with you about what is your honest opinion or evaluation of who I am as an employee and how I, my relationship, my working relationship with you. Yeah. And he was like, uh, (laughs) you know, he was like, where is what are you going? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. For sure. And I was like, you know, like just, and he's like, I think you're, you know, he's saying all these actually like really nice things about me. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, why? I was like, okay, well, it just got brought to my attention that you were saying negative things about me. And I just wanted to know what they were. So I could, if it's something that I can work on or not. Isabel, fuck yes. Dude, I am so proud of you. Let me just like pause for a second because you will never confront anybody like for conflict. You, this is not, this is not Isabel. First of all, this is, (laughs) this is the shit that like I would pull, but I would never, dude, I'm so fucking proud of you. That's rad. Yeah, Yeah, because I I really did. I was trying to figure out the best way to bring it up without being like, hey, I heard you said this and this and this, you know, I just wanted to hear from him. And then so eventually I brought up, I was like, okay, this person took the gist of it as like that you said I was lazy. 
And he was like, do you think that? I was like, no. And the only thing I can think of that would translate to lazy is like you say sometimes I'm not as thorough about um, like certain details that I should be. Or like you say, like I'm a little bit short-sighted and things like that. So I just cut to the bottom line. (laughs) So he's like, okay, yeah. So we're on the same page about it. And then I was like, I don't know what the other comments are. So we can't really hash it out. It's just like, that's what would have said. And I'm worried because that makes me uncomfortable that people are talking about the things that you say. I'm not here for gossip. Like, I don't have time for that. And the fact that that's happening makes me worried that this is becoming another situation the company that I left. And then he's like, well don't let it become that way. Like if you hear about it, nip it in the bud, say something. That's what I'm doing. That's nip it in why the bud. I'm and like, see, I was like, well, sometimes it has to come from like leadership. Yeah. Um, not mine. That, you know, like these, like people are always going to misconstrue what you say. And it got really personal. And we're talking about how you're never going to make everybody happy. And if you're always constantly worried about what people think about you or say about you, you're never going to get anywhere. And it's like, not everybody's going to like you. And there's a quote that says, what, what you think about me is none of my business. And it's true. And it's so fitting to this right here too. And then we just talked about random stuff and it was, we were talking about like how you feel like, or in life, you are certain someone to certain people and, you know, just at the end of the day, if you can be as true to who you are as possible, then you have no one to apologize to and nothing to apologize for. Mm-hmm. And you are who you are at the end of the day. And like, that should be enough. And if people don't agree with that, they don't have to be in your life. Everyone it's- has choice. They have the power to decide how their lives are going to be. So and I, I love this. I love that you're talking about it right now because sometimes I feel like I'm a huge bitch because I genuinely don't care about certain things. Like if you don't like me, I truly don't give a fuck, but this is also years of therapy and digging mm-hmm. deep and working on myself and realizing you can't please everybody. It's like, Hey, mm-hmm. either hop on or hop off. I'm not going to change who I am as a person. And what I believe, what I feel, my day-to-day stuff. I don't care if you think I'm stupid. I know that I'm not. You know, sometimes you almost have to check yourself. You're like, is that rude? But it's like, no, it's not rude. It's literally yeah. you, you sticking up for yourself and it, yeah. none of their business. Dude, I, I'm so fucking proud of you. I mean, that's, that's so, that is such a good point that I think more of us really need to just take in and, and understand and realize is that what, <laughs> what someone thinks is of you is none of your business. And it's, it's so true. Why would you even let that energy inside of you when you are just living authentically yourself yeah. and none of them? Is it a relationship that's important to you? Yeah. If it is, then yeah, talk about it, bring it up. So like, I have, I, I have a really close relationship with my boss. Mm-hmm. That's and crazy. so, and then hearing this was like so dissonant. And so I was like, what is happening here? So like go straight to the horse's mouth and ask. Yeah. You're like, something's not, not right. adding up here. What's going on? 
Yeah. I'm so glad that you did that. Did you feel, were you like nervous before you did? Oh and God, what did you, what did you feel? Shitless. And I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? Cause, and then I literally was like, I come in peace. I brought out these like plastic wine cups <laughs> and a bottle of wine. <laughs> like, you string. <laughs> um, but actually afterward, I felt like I leveled up. Honestly, that's great. Because I did something that in the past I would I wouldn't have ever done mm-hmm. I would have discussed it I would have probably gone to other people and discussed it yeah which I kind of did as a board of advisors to be like okay is this something I should do or not do should I do it in this way or this way <sighs> you know like in the end I did know I wanted to confront it I just didn't know how or what the best way was you handled it perfectly and you you did it the in the best perfect way and I think you handled it so professionally, but even if you do have a really personal relationship with your boss, I think that that was such a mature way. You've, you've got to feel like, damn, I checked that off the list and you did, you took ownership into your own hands. And was this your mentor that, that it deja vu? Yes. Or no, mm-hmm. no, not deja vu, but that means that you need to do something about it. Like, don't just leave. Was that your mentor? Yeah. 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 It's probably like my mentoring group. Yeah. Yeah. So your mentoring group, I mean, they, it's so good that you're in that man. Cause they're just, they're pushing you to be such a it's better so good. person yourself. Yeah. And to stick up for yourself in situations like that has got to be so hard. And, and, you know, I took the different route and went and just worked for myself instead, because I just, I don't know. I don't think that I have enough nice bones in my body to handle it the way that you did. <laughs> I, I, my, the way that I handled it is like, nope, fuck you. I'm going to leave. I'm going to do this shit my own. And you handled it so perfectly, especially for you and your career and what you're wanting to do. And that's bold. And that's something as women that we don't necessarily, this is shit that we need to talk about and we need to help each other out. I also think that like, yeah. And I also, but I also think that it depends on the environment because a lot of people don't talk about it. Even if you go to your HR department, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I've never had an HR department I don't and my current company doesn't have an HR department. So <laughs> I think HR. given that it allows for more open conversation. Yeah. Then if you were in a large corporation and you say something like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it to this person. And it doesn't really get dealt with. Mm-hmm. It's all like political, whatever stuff. And so honestly, I, sometimes part of me is like, if I ever had to leave the company, I would probably go and make create my own company yeah just because I don't think I could deal with like the bureaucracy and all that stuff though I don't know maybe not in the U.S. I have no idea I just feel like corporate bullshit <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it I mean I can I feel like I can probably play the game if I wanted to but like why <laughs> I, I like my freedom to just be however I want to be obviously not hurting anybody but yeah. you know just Yeah. I've never been one that would play the game or would want to play the game. And I remember even when I moved to San Diego and I was working for a retail company at the time, and Mm -hmm. I was so pissed about X, Y, and Z. I don't even remember. And my dad was like, Elise, you have to go with the current, not against Mm -hmm. it. Like you can't go against the current. That's not your flow at all. (laughs) No, no. So I, I would call my parents whenever I was overwhelmed with something. And my dad yeah. would say, Elise, you have to go with the current, not against it. And 
you and I both know that's not my vibe. I've never been that way, but <laughs> I'm not only going to go against it. I'm going to like, bulldoze. I'm going to bulldoze and beeline the other way is even because you said that, but you know, I just, mm-hmm. I, I applaud you because if that's your thing and it's the majority of people too, you know, it's, it's more common for you to work for a company and, you know, have your gripes about it and bitch with your work wife over, you know, one happy hour and that kind of stuff. And, you know, even though I'm not there now, I've been there and I know what it's like. And I know that it's not for me, but I am so empathetic to these sort of situations because I can put myself back in that place. And I know that I would not have handled it as professionally and nicely as you would have. I would have completely, I mean, I would have burned the place down before. (laughs) I definitely learned though, my initial reaction is like, that's fucked up. What the fuck is going on? You know, like all these things, Mm -hmm. just like the passion behind it. And then after, once I calmed down, then I'm like, okay, how can I like go about this in a way that the other part that I had to remind myself, like I'm coming from a place of love. Yes. And not vengeance or anger or, you know, hurt is just that Mm. And if you, and I think if you do that with everything, things will work out in your favor because you're coming from a place like that. You care, genuinely care Mm -hmm. about the other person, about yourself. There's no ulterior motives. It's purely for the relationship or anything. And that goes for like any conversation in life. I think. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I love this podcast and I feel like it's so healthy and good. And, and it's something that we need to just get together as women and just talk Mm -hmm. men too. You guys need to talk more about your feelings. Come on, man, get it together. (laughs) Literally grow some balls. Wait, what did we say? Not grow some balls. Um, do your Kegel clenches, men do some Kegel Kegels. Yes. Clench your kegels. Men <laughs> clench your kegels and literally talk to your bros about deep shit because it's so important. You learn so much about yourself. I, if we hadn't, if we wouldn't have recorded that last episode, uh, this full moon would have just kind of passed me by and I mm-hmm. wouldn't have really thought much about it. Um, and I just credit these conversations to stuff like that. And I just, yeah, I love it. I love it. And going back and editing and listening to it, it takes those lessons and it just like hearing yourself kind of come to these realizations is huge. It's so powerful. I love it. Um, I think that's a perfect place to like close out the episode is just really making sure that you are true to yourself and not only true to yourself, but sticking up for yourself and aligning with your values and not changing that for somebody else. And you, I mean, Isabel, you needed a check. Like he checked you. He needed to say that to you for you to be like, oh shit. Yeah, you're right. You needed called out in that sense. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's such a healthy thing to do because it really helped you unlock that new door. (laughs) Um, yeah. So with that, we should, um, we should close out with an Oracle card reading. So as always, Isabel, you are the person who gets to say the magic number. 15. 15. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I kind of like this one. (laughs) 
Shut the fuck up. What? They are always so fitting. They're always so fitting. This Oracle card that we just draw that I just drew from Isabel's number. This Oracle card is all about the episode that we just had. It is deep replenishment. And it says retreat, rest, and be held. Um, Shut the fuck up. Um, and I was just literally had all of these signs telling me to rest, stop. Um, I'm going to read the little blurb in the book here really quick, but that's wild. Do you need a louder sign? Does the message (laughs) need to be any louder? Do you need an intercom? (laughs) Let me know. Okay. So the card is deep replenishment. Again, it says retreat, rest, and be held. The most selfless thing you can do is to fill up your own inner well. When we are running around half filled, we subconsciously look to things and people around us to give us the nourishment and nurturing that we so deeply crave. You are no good to anyone if you're running on empty. The feminine is bountiful, fertile, and rich. (laughs) Tend to your own well and watch as this amount you have give multiplies. If your inner well isn't full, you will find yourself craving things from the outside world to fill it. This is our body's instinctive way of reaching for the grounding and nurturing that we are not allowing ourselves. What nourishes you? What refuels your body? What brings you back to your life? What is your secret medicine? What makes you feel abundant and fertile and overspilling with life? This may be gardening, arranging flowers, getting a massage, using luxurious essential oils, hiking, sipping good coffee at your favorite cafe, et cetera, et cetera. The very last thing this says is yoga or meditation, AKA what we both just did. (laughs) It says, (laughs) it says what nourishes you is your medicine. When you give yourself the medicine that you need to be nourished, You nourish all of those around you for there is more than enough to go around. Isabel, this is exactly what we did. We nourished our soul and our feminine energy with this moon. And I feel so on top of the world and what a wild card to draw. That is fucking witches. (laughs) This is the witchy woo woo shit that we talk about. So if you enjoy it, if you like it, if you like listening to us, please give us a five-star review, tell your friends, tell your work wives to subscribe, listen weekly. Um, We're trying to upload episodes every week, every now and then shit happens. So, you know, deal with it. Sometimes the universe tells us to take a break. And we did, and we're back, baby. But seriously, thank you guys for tuning in. It means a lot to us. We appreciate our listeners and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.